If you want to scale your Facebook ads, you better get your creative testing down right. So today I'm going to show you how you should actually be setting up your ad account to do creative testing in a way that means you only have to test once or twice a month and your ads never have to fatigue. If you want to scale your ad account, this is essential. And this is part three of our series before we covered how to measure your results and that's how to look at your math to scale everything. That was PSM versus ROAS. And then after that, we dove into how to find a hero offer. But today, today, this is my favorite part. How to build ads that never fatigue so that you don't have to do nearly as much creative testing. So you can build a stable front end of your business. So when you ask yourself the question, can I increase my budget by 2% this week? Cause I want to 3X my business this year. The answer is always yes. All right, let's take a small break and get to it. We'll return after these messages. All right, this is gonna be super fun. Usually this is the part of the video where I say, hey, like and subscribe, all that stuff. But instead, I'm just gonna throw this up here. This is the QR code for the Facebook Ads MBA program. If you wanna know how I operate my businesses, my standard operating procedures, my frameworks, get unlimited support for everything that you need, handheld, so that you can understand how to scale your Facebook ad account, how to step in to be a CMO, whether you're 18 years old, just drop shipping out of your parents' bedroom, or you're 50 trying to make a brand happen, whether you're spending $50 a day or $50,000 a day. We've had hundreds of people go through this. We've had multiple exits, brands getting built, agencies getting built, people never needing to hire agencies ever again. And we've never had anybody once ever even asked for their money back. This has been going for years. I used to train agencies with this. Now it's available to you. Check it out. You can scan that to get any information that you need and book a call with me if you want to know more information. That is how you do it. All right. Today's video is going to be amazing. So uh, let's get to it. All right, the secret to creative testing is actually understanding what we're doing wrong. Let's tear things down so we can build them back up. You have to stop A-B testing your ads. Relying on luck and using very low confidence data to pick your winners. So today we're gonna to talk about the 322 method and we're gonna break it down so that you never need to build an ad ever again. You're gonna let the machine do the work instead of relying on luck as your business model. And we're also going to dive into what is a 322 ad and break it down step by step by step so that by the end of this, you're going to have everything you need to scale your business. This is my promise to you and I'm going to deliver on it. So first off, you're never going to build an individual ad ever again. You're never going to build an ad for everything and guess the copy and the creative that should be fit together. That's not how Facebook works. So let's get into what's going on here. Why you're never going to need to build an ad again. Let's talk about the old way, building individual ads. This is the old way, this is bad, all right? This is the wrong way of doing things. You're guessing what words go with what images and videos. Each ad competes with the other ads for data. The results here are far more reliant on luck and winners are what looks good in the platform when it was lucky enough to get spend. That, that's terrible. Throw a big ass just like X on top of that. All right, let's talk about what we should be doing. This is dynamic creatives, DCTs at the ad set level. This is the new way. This is good. You pick creatives, images and videos that are complementary and work together of a specific concept so that you can answer a specific question. 
you pick copy to pair with these individual creatives that are interchangeable so that all combinations make sense. You made sure that all of these options are completely cohesive. And the beauty is every variation and every impression served informs the entire dynamic creative on what to do next. This is compounding interest of complementary data sets instead of cannibalistic data of a bunch of things that don't care about each other and are relying on getting luck. This is machine learning with dynamic creative and AI or getting lucky in a way that there's no compounding value. So DCTs, what makes these amazing is that they compound the value of the data. Compounding interest is so important. We talked about that previously on our series here of how to scale Facebook ads. Which again, if you want to know the series, there's the link to click to watch all three videos in the series. Compounding interest is a powerful thing. If you're not relying on compounding interest when you absolutely could be, you're working far harder to get way worse results than you deserve. So with DCTs, Facebook shows the best versions of these ads to the best people and the best place at the best time. Every impression makes the overall collection of ads smarter. Results are based on merit and impact. Winners are what earns spend and improves the overall net results of the business as a whole. So let's dive into what is a 322 ad. Now it's a simple ad with a simple architecture that you can copy today and it's super easy. We're gonna do three creatives with two primary texts and two headlines. We're gonna have one call to action and no descriptions. This makes a total of 12 ads and all of the elements have to be interchangeable. So how does the 322 ad work? Well, let me break down some very specific details for you. First, 85% of what stops the scroll is the creative. The eye looks at the image or the video. That's what stops the thumb from scrolling. Remember, the average person swipes the height of the Eiffel Tower on a daily basis. Your job is to get them to stop. Eyes move from the creative to the headline and then to the primary text. That's why everything looks like a Facebook ad. Native ads look like Facebook ads. YouTube videos look like Facebook ads. And you're like, well, maybe, I don't know. It's an image with big text below it. And to be fair, Facebook's just ripping off newspapers. You've seen this for literally decades. The next part about it is when we're looking at the ramification of our spend, spend by each element is either more or less even or it's very hyperbolic. So if you have three images, either the spend amongst all three images are basically the same or one of them's getting almost everything. This is incredibly important and very, very valuable. And what this says is either one element is a clear winner or none of them really matter. So for instance, if you have one creative that's getting all the spend, that's the creative that's earning the attention. And let's say you have two headlines and the spend is basically even, that says the headline doesn't matter in the results that you're getting. Let's say the primary text is also fairly even. That means the primary text isn't influencing the outcome of the ad in any significant way. That's incredibly important information when it comes to future creative testing and future copywriting to understand what's going on. And we also have to remember that the winning combination might not be the best performing image or video and best performing copy and creative because every copy is six ads. Every creative is four ads. And you might very well have an even split 
One thing's getting like 40% of the spend, but every ad in there is getting an even distribution. So they're all getting basically 10% of the budget. And you might have something else that only gets 15% of the spend, but all of that spend goes to one combination. So that one combination represents 15% of the spend. So it's a larger market share than the ones that are only getting 10. You can't look at the individual elements and say that that's the winning ad. And our goal here is to either enhance existing concepts or to market test the efficacy of new ones. We're trying to solve problems. We're trying to answer questions. This is the scientific method. I have a problem. I have a question. I have a hypothesis. I run a test. I understand the outcome of that test to see if it solves the question that I'm trying to ask. And we run this against four PI analysis videos like we talked about in this one or in this one. And by the way, if you want me to do a 4PI analysis, drop a comment down below and we'll talk about doing it for your brands and doing live ones every month. You're going to start to understand what your 322 should be built around, what question you need to start asking, because the way to scale your brand is not to find the next great ad. It's how to improve the portfolio of ads you have so that it improves the overall business that you're running in an omni-channel fashion to improve your SPR and your PSM. These are the things that really, really matter. ROAS and audiences don't matter. This is what moves the needle. So let's break down how to evaluate what happens inside of a 322 ad. Now I hinted at this before, but let's dive a bit deeper. That ad set, how does it perform? So first off, let's evaluate the overall performance of that ad set. We can break down by dynamic creative element to see is our spend even or hyperbolic. Remember, each creative is actually four ads because it's paired with two primary texts and two headlines. Remember, each headline or primary text is six ads because a primary text is paired with two headlines and three creatives. And if you wanna see what ad is doing the best, you hit preview Facebook post with comments and it'll show you a library of all of the ads that are running that have gotten reasonable engagements and in order of their estimated action rate. So they're able to pick the ads that the system wants to show to people most often. Those are the ads that we want to have because those, and remember we covered this in the How Facebook Works video, those are the ads that will ultimately reduce your CPMs, get you higher reach, greater incremental lift, and bring down your cost per advertising across the board instead of making ads that fatigue where your Facebook looks better and better as your business dwindles up and ultimately you have to close shop. This is what a 322 ad is. This is the power of a 322 ad. We're not building individual ads anymore to see what gets a good ROAS, what gets good CPA, or this thing did great at $100 spend a week. Who cares? This thing did great at $100 spend a day. Who cares? What is great? It got nine sales? Am I really gonna risk the future of my $3 million business on an ad that got nine sales? And I have no idea how it actually performs when I run it against real ads, and I have no idea where it sits in the funnel because I'm not doing any market testing, and I'm just trying to chase down, repeating, building the same ads over and over again. Am I actually gonna move forward by solving the same problem repeatedly over and over and over again? Or is that gonna create the problems that I'm seeing over and over and over again? We have to be very mindful of what's going on. If you're running ads in Facebook and you're not building with 322 dynamic creatives, you're playing a guessing game and trying to scale the future of your business on luck. And that's absolutely stupid. And the beautiful thing is when you get these 322 ads right, that creative test could last for weeks. 
Because again, all you're trying to do is say, can I increase my budget? If the impact of that 322 ad is that ultimately your blended CPA is at a level where your PSM looks good enough for you to increase your budget next week, great, push your budget. That test isn't actually over. And then it, we have to say no on that budget push. And at that point, you're gonna see, well, is this actually helping me? Is it hurting me? Is it not getting enough attention to really impact what's going on at all? And even at that point, when you run a 4PI analysis, you might say, well, the CPA on this thing is trash. And what happens if you get rid of it? Well, your funnel dries up and you, you see terrible performance left, right, and center because it might've been the thing feeding the top of the funnel. You have to understand what's going on with your ads and the omni-channel environment in which you are marketing. And if you're not running 322 ads, when you're building your business based on luck, there's one very specific question that you're never going to be able to answer. And it basically means that you have no idea what you're doing. You just launched 10 ads this week. One ad had a CPA of better than average and a row ads that made you look good. Awesome. What happened to your business's bottom line because it saw more spend? If you can't answer that question very directly, then you have no idea what that ad's doing for your business. Which basically means you have no idea what that creative test is gonna do for the future of your business. Which means if you declare it a winner, that's based on having no knowledge of its impact. That's a terrible way of running a business. It looks good out of context with very limited data and I have no impact on the business. Awesome, let's risk our entire future on it. That's the foundation of like 99% of people that do creative testing. And it makes no sense. If you wanna scale your business, you use dynamic creatives in a 322 to answer specific problems so that you can say yes when it comes to increasing your budget. That is the trick. All right, I hope this made sense for you. If you have any other questions, drop them down below in the comments section. You'll see also links for the newsletter and for the Disruptor School and the MBA program, how you can find this fun hat. And as a matter of fact, I'll give away 10 hats to the first 10 people that can tell me what dynamic creative test they wanna run and what I need to understand from you is you've run a 4PI analysis. You've identified the specific problem that you have and you're going to build a dynamic creative to solve that problem based on what it does in the funnel, what type of creative works and what problem you're trying to solve. Give me those things, free hat to you. First 10 people. All right, until next time, I'll see you on the internet.